This is going to be a little less formal than what you might think, and that's okay. Uh, you're going to get to see Renee unplugged here, and the and it's kind of going to it's it's a group thing. We're going to do a journey. Uh, we're going to further our journey from last night a little bit. We're going to actually, um, but it's more about the group setting now. I, I want to say something. Again, I'm not going to give any names, but um, I, I I work with some other shamanic leaders, and last week, out of the blue, it was like, you know, one of the things that not I couldn't teach my students was to hold space, and it made me really think about holding space and whether that's a learned behavior or whether or not that people either can hold space or they can't hold space. But I thought that was a pretty bold statement when this person's trained thousands of people that they didn't feel like that after the end of like that they, so what, like, you know, that they go into a meeting after lunch and say, okay, to your teachers and say, all right, so what did you observe in the group today? And so it, it really got me more clear on how I wanted to, I wanted to roll with this group of um, those who are going to be inner strong, because what could be more inner strong than being able to hold sacred space in a way that really serves you in your community. And so I say that because, you know, I mean, and then, then she went on to criticize the, the, the I am symposium for the last few years about how you know, it just felt so frenetic and stuff. And and it's true at the beginning. And, and you'll notice, and, and this is what we're, what, what we're putting our attention to, is you'll notice, and it didn't happen quite so, so, well, yes and no. It didn't happen as quite as frenetically last night, if you noticed. Um, and which means to me that I'm learning to hold sacred space better. And also, this idea of actually having people commit to being in a smaller group so I know who's part of the container is a really important component of this because um, when like when energy is coming new people and we want them to come but it's coming from all over the place you don't know what's hitting you and it's really it can be like I'll tell you a, a little secret here in this group is that yesterday I got my neighbors gave me a bunch of firewood. It was snowy. I go out to the fire. I've got this and I and I was told to get the fire going by 132 o'clock in the afternoon and let it burn for a good few hours before you or a couple hours before you get on your call, which is a, a little bit new for me. I'm usually running around, you know, to the last minute and this whole vision of how do I hold sacred space? How do we keep sacred space? Is it's been really um, foremost, and so uh, I got the fire going, and so I'm there like, well, I think I'm going to do the. It's kind of hard to do a journey on a Zoom because you don't know what what's coming and going. That's why I'm thinking like how we're going to do our Christmas caroling. You know, it's going to be a little. It's going to have to be one of those things that you're, and I call it Christmas caroling, but caroling. You know, because I don't know how it's going to come out if we go live, but we're going to try it anyway. And, and I'm going to do a little investigation. 
but that I've got the fire going. It's nice and hot. You know, I've told my neighbors that I've got this going. Well, I didn't tell the, the, the guy who, who is, um, he's either Asperger's or he has some, something. He lives in my guest house. He's, he's on the spectrum, some sort. And all of a sudden I'm drumming away, drumming away in like trancing out. And I feel someone standing behind me. And I turn around and I look, I go, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I had to edit it out. But I thought like, oh, this is all so clear like that, you know, like of all the times that he, he never, he, it's the first time ever that he came over here to get into my space. And I realized a few months ago, somebody sent me a, a an anonymous text and I, it was not traceable saying, get ready, I'm throwing some curse energy your way. And it really was a little disruptive. And so, but since then I've been diligently putting, you know, putting up my no trespassing signs all the way around my property, which I'm gonna invite you guys to do. But then I realized, you know, because I own this property and the property next door, you know, that I haven't moved into yet, that I've been putting the no trespassing sign all the way around both properties which means he's included in this in this this boundary that i've created and so i thought to myself like wow the spirits are pointing out to really quickly how much tighter the boundaries need to be when you're getting ready to hold sacred space for a larger group because i'm telling you this guy's never come over to this property except for on Tuesdays I've trained him to take out the trash and so I mean and it's on the edge of the the property so to really come all the way over was like a real surprising thing so then today I noticed and, and I'm telling you this because I want you to pay this kind of subtle attention to what's going on in your world spin as we're holding space here and we're actually going to talk about it in, in smaller groups um no he was no i think he was a disruptor not a he wasn't drawn to the energy i think he was there to disrupt the energy and 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 almost in a, a hayoka kind of way i i it was nothing about my energy it was him being it was him being in his own world and not even like paying any there was no recollection of any energy going on so that's the other thing is you have to understand the cats drawn to the energy are people drawn to the energy or are they disrupting your energy field and that's a really important distinction so it became really clear to me that that i needed to tighten up the boundaries around myself and you guys too, because you're 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 putting yourself out here to hold this energy for for these ten days, so you're gonna get lessons in that. So today I woke up. Today I woke up and I was in a bad mood. So all of a sudden I was feeling unloved, underappreciated, uh, like you know, woe is me looking at you know what's left instead of what's here i mean just the whole thing and i thought to myself like you know mm, um did i feel disrespected yesterday i felt like something 
came in and disturbed the energy and I didn't quite know what it was. Not disrespected because he's not that, he's a kind soul. He doesn't know better to, to you know, he's not that. But the, it was more about today I just felt like today I had a whole other set of things going on. So just now I took a salt bath and that's one of the things in your, um, did everyone open, look in their packet of, of things that we sent you that, that the rituals and stuff we put together, we numbered them by days, but they're not necessarily by days. I needed a salt bath already. Anyone else need a salt bath already? Trish did. Yeah. Janice did. Wind walk. A wind walk. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking like after this, I might go sledding again, you know, just, and I canceled the dinner plan for tonight because somebody was like, oh, I don't know if I want to go on the ice and blah, blah, blah. And I'm there like, I, I, I'm there like, no, I'm just doing this. And, and so you heard me talk about being this, this tax thing that feels, that feels disrespected, that feels evasive, all of these things. But they only go to serve at how powerful the energy is for our work together. Does that make sense? So, and, and so I want you to really be really subtle because these may be how this comes about for me, but it may be different for you. So what does anyone have any, I tell me like some, what happens to you when you know your space has been violated or you've had an energy come in. Anyone want to share about that? Any any experience you've had already with holding this this kind of space with us? I'm glad you shared what you've been experiencing because I've been a little grumpy and felt a little bit more intensity, and definitely feeling that. And like, what I don't know why, but I my my daughter wanted to go to Target today, and I was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. No, no. No. And then we got in there. We actually managed to get in and the line was like all the way to the back of the store. And I was like, we're leaving. Ah, I can't do it. I've been and so time. even she agreed, which was really wonderful. So then I took, I did print out the talisman. Oh, that's um, a good one too. Flyer that you sent. And then on my walk coming back, I was inspired to find um, several different sticks and I've got them sitting on my dining room table with the sticks and the talisman instructions so i'm kind of hoping that my girls will want to do that too that's great i i i sent out and it was kind of by accident today i sent out jan's talisman exercise which i really recommend and i think i think it, i would really recommend i'll send it to you all of you specifically would would someone remind me if i forget um and i think it'd be great if we do a group talisman you know for your individual but for holding space for this group so that at the end of it, we give it, it all back. So um, we can go over what the, the talisman is, where you wrap it and you, you, you pray on a stick with energy and things like that, and then you put it into the fire. So it doesn't have to be her specific way of doing it, but that's a really nice one because we'd have this whole group energy then going into the fire that way. And I, I would have, I wanted to include it. So Tina, I made a, um, a pamphlet of 10 rituals and it's in that email you received today and it's basically it's basically um some of the things that i think that we need to do and it's not just for this this time it's 10 things to do when you need when you just need um you know need that carolyn you're dealing with 
What are you dealing with? I can see just you can unmute here. This is a, this is a time for you to unmute. You're going to have several of these with me where we can actually have conversations as part of the teaching. And and I, I think that that's how I really feel like I could be most valuable to teach here instead of like you're all you wouldn't be here if you weren't if you weren't able to do this, you wouldn't have joined this group. So I know that you're all here, that you're all, you know, you're all wisdom keepers. And, you know, Dottie, you might not feel like you got a lot of experience, but you're here. So you do, you know, um, and, and so you're called to, to do this. And I want to do it in a way that, so if this is to grow again in a, in a, in a, a more um, organic way that, we could, because my other option for this year was to make sure that I had a fire going 24-7. It was that hard last year. Like, so that, like, if I run the fire one day for 24 hours, somebody else takes it over the next day. And, you know, short of, like, you know, like they do at a division quest where there's people holding the fire all the time. Because there was gaps in the fire last year, and we felt it. We, we got through, and we were, like, you know, pretty much winded by the time we got through it. So I'm not, this is not to say like, you know, watch out, but this is to say you really need to take care of yourself. You know, it's a little bit, we think, oh, it's just we're lighting candles and holding space and, you know, and, and, and so Wyatt had a really great, did everyone hear Wyatt's card reading today? It's over in the Wind Clan. Uh, I, here's the, the link. I, I, I got the link to it here. I'll share that for you too. And he, um, he pulled the mouse and I swear my friends call me the investigator mouse. So it was like perfect for me and perfect for what I was going through today about focusing on the minutiae little details that you're forgetting the big overall picture. And so we can get so wrapped into our little candle. We can't see the, the, the energy hit of somebody trying to, you know, suck some life out of you over here. And, I, and I'm talking about you're going to go to Christmas and you're going to go to Hanukkah. You're going to go to Target. It's not like it doesn't happen like, oh, there's somebody over in the wind clan trying to, you know, get a, you know, get a like a, a suck on. It's in your daily lives. It's everywhere you go. You know, I was telling somebody today, she kept texting me. Well, the roads are bad. We have to go around. The roads are bad. I go, you know what? I'm just going to cancel. It's like I don't have time to have my energy pulled into what it's going to be like driving in three hours from now. So you, it's like you got to shut those things down when they're not. And, and, you know, maybe I didn't feel like going to dinner tonight, but you have to shut those things down quickly. You have to see where your energy leaks are. And, and one of the good ways could, to look at that is um, like you know, what came up for you yesterday in the journey? I, I can, I bet you, you know, based on what hit me today was there were some abandonment issues came up. And then if I go 40 years in the future and I'm there like, well, is this true? Was I abandoned? And I thought like, oh, you better go revisit that journey again. So if you're not really quite sure what that key, that key juicy issue for yourself is, because it's where, where there's Velcro that something can stick. 
if there was no abandonment, then I there that that issue of being feeling abandoned or feeling you know less than or having to prove myself or not being bright enough or all of these things they just don't have the weight. So we're going to get back to that because we're going to what I'm thinking we're going to do is we have a, a, a good enough size group here. And um, what we're going to do is I'm just going to review a little bit about keeping sacred space. Then we're going to um, do a little journey. It's a short journey today. And we're going to find out. Oh, Sandy, your music was beautiful last night. I, I love Sandy is so generous with her music. We're just so fortunate you're part of our tribe. Um, the we're gonna um, do a short little journey, and then I thought we would break out into. Um, you'll see what group you're gonna be in when we do our journey, and just to have a place for you to share, a place to come into and come home to, and I really want this group to feel like that we have a sacred spot so that you know people who are holding the same direction as you. And so if there's like a day where when you look around in your inner eye and say, oh, that's a little loose over there, let me send some, let me send some light to that corner, that circle, that there's not a corner in a circle, but you know, like that's that space. So because right now, we're, the world is going, through, I, I do a lot of Diksha um, practices, and she talks about that right now there's such a divide in the world between the people who want to go to, who have a higher level of consciousness, those who, like yourself, who are waking up, and those who are trying to lull us to sleep. And, you know, and I, and I don't get into the politics of it because it's, it's way bigger than than it's way bigger than if you go 40 years to the politics of all of what's going on now you'll see is this true no it's not true is this real no is this no the the world is in a spin and we're part of the it's an interglacial time where the world is heating up natural cycles of the earth now it's always those good spots where we can start to polarize people because just think if there's a polarizing energy, there's room for something else to seep in. If everyone, and it was like, it took me a long time to understand like why is the, why is this awakening community that I've been a part of for 30 years, I thought we were on the same mission getting someplace and we're in that polarized time too. And it was like, well, how can that be? But I just think it's part of the natural evolution of, of what has to break down in order for, for whatever it is, is to reveal itself. And this oppositional force is, is, is one of the creative processes of the universe. And so it happens. So I think that's enough on that. I just wanna talk about what holding sacred space is and what it's not, okay? Any questions so far? You still with me? Still glad you're here? <laughs> so uh, sacred space. It's one of the most, it's one of the most beautiful gifts you can give to another person is to hold sacred space. Now, 
And I say that because so many of the people who want to come to the fire still need to take. I'll never forget years ago, I was in a, um, in a four winds training and they were talking about worldly issues. And at the time I was so broken, I'm thinking about to myself, like, I just want to get out of pain. I couldn't get beyond my own inner pain to think about holding sacred space so that the world could evolve or that consciousness could have some light thrown onto it because I was in my own pain. And so the fact that you're here means that you've done enough work so that you're not in the selfish part of the, the healing, but that you're into the more holding space and offering this beautiful gift for other people. And trust me, when you hold that beautiful space for other people, your healing happens exponentially. It's kind of when I give to others, I get, but I don't get because I'm trying to get for self. I get because spirit is providing something far beyond that I could have even dreamed was imaginable. And I see people here shaking their head, Jess, so you understand what I'm talking about. And if you don't understand, just stick with me anyway. Um, so it's about listening without judgment and without giving advice. So if you see somebody struggling, I did give that woman advice today about lighting a candle, but you know, she already told me she wanted some teaching from me. So she'd given me permission to give her some advice. Um, <laughs> but it's just about listening and holding space. So when we go into our groups, we don't want to fix each other. We want to say, yeah, oh, I've been on those days when I just am such a beast that I can't even get out of my own way. Because it's about um, knowing that we're in this together, that we're having this human experience together. And it's not, um, it's not a separate experience. So if somebody is having a day, then you're going to feel it. If like half the circles having a bad experience, we're all going to feel it. And I mean, bad experience, like, you know, like they've opened up the portals and, you know, all the ghosts have come in. And I don't mean evil ghosts. I mean, just our own projecting ghosts. Um, there's no fix it formula when you're holding sacred space because nothing's broken. Nothing's broken. So we're walking together in a loud, sometimes joyful, sometimes painful world. That's what made me start to think about how we're going to pull off this singing, you know, like that we're going to sing together because that's, that's what we we're going to lift our voices. We're going to have some fun. I, I want this to be fun. That's really important to me is that we, we have this is going to be fun too. Um, we let the holy wind do this, the healing. That's one of my favorite ones because, you know, God does not need healers to heal. We, we, we're good for witnessing, but if you think you're doing the healing, you're not. And, and, and if you think about whether or not God needs us healers to heal, think about all the people who, who like have, they could have been a fallen down drunk in the middle of the road and all of a sudden have an epiphany and have a healing experience where all of a sudden their life takes a pivot and their life changes. Like 
Um, I, I run this conference for Emerging Themes in Behavioral Health at UCLA next April. We have a guy who's going to be speaking who is one of the very few survivors who has jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge. And I just got chills. Because if you think about it, the chances of him surviving were nil next to nothing, right? And yet he survived. So clearly, Spirit had a different plan for him than to die that day, but to become a messenger of, well, what his message is about the net. They're putting a net under the Golden Gate Bridge because most of the people who jump don't make it. And so they're putting up a net so that people who jump, I don't know if they bounce back up or or they get a second chance to think about it. But um, so to me, that's a prime example of, you know, that we are really, we have our own journeys, we have our own destiny, we have our own wind spirits. We want to feel held in a loving, supportive and respective environment. So I have people, I'm not, you know, I'm like a, a person of a, a few sentences, most of you know that. Yes, no, maybe, boom. So I have people around me like the Kellys and the Erica's and the Trisha's and the Tina's and the Michelle's who and, and Andrea, they're a lot more, they're a lot, they're a lot more nice. They, they write more loving answers. They're more, you know, instead of me like, okay, direct to the point. So I, I that's one I have to work on. So I'll work on that. So empathy is about saying, I, I'm feeling with you. Not that I'm feeling sorry for you, but you know, that I'm feeling with you because I too have walked in those shoes or I too can understand those. And in, in the native traditions, they call like, nobody's ever walked in your moccasins. And so, you know, you aren't walking in somebody else's shoes. So you don't really know what it's like, but you can feel for them as a compassionate human being. You know, you've had a similar, or you've had a sister, you've had a brother, you've had a mother, you've had, you've had somebody in your life that's reflected back that experience. And just to remember that we're all working in holy ground together. That we're in this as a community. I think there's 38 of us who are in this inner circle of holding space together. What a nice size. You know, there might be another 20 or 30 or 40 people out there holding their, 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 their lights. And then we're going to hold the, we're going to hold it a little tighter close to us. Um, so that's kind of what I want to say about holding sacred space. Is there anything that I, I didn't cover that you, you would like to add? Kelly, are you thinking about something? I'm, I'm thinking you pretty much covered it. Is you said it to the right. We've had that, done this so many times, and it's always, like you said, holding space, not judging, not giving, but reflecting on. I can relate to what you've said or mm -hmm. what you're going through. Uh, yeah, you did a great job. Thank you, Renee. And one of my things that I always say is, it's always good to start out. And Deborah, you're next. Is say. Yeah. If this if somebody says oh, I had this dream, if this was my dream, I think Robert Moss taught me this. If this was my dream, if this was my experience, if this, if I started, if that was, if that was my fire, I might think that 
it was the dancing goddess who came to visit, but never, you know, or, or I see in your fire or, or however it is that you, that we started with, if this was my experience, if this was my altar, if this was my journey, um, because it just, it, it puts it out because you, you're really not having that. And, and, you know, Sandra and I taught a divination class and that was one of the things we talked about is how you deliver information back to people so that they can hear it. And I know when somebody says, well, you are having, it shuts me right down. Uh, Deborah, what were you gonna add? Thanks, Renee. Um, the one piece I was gonna add to all that, which is beautiful, is um, this sense of safety, of complete safety. Mm -hmm. And that is part of sacred space, that it's safe to be who you are, that there's, that there's space, there's almost an expansiveness that allows people to, to expand out into it instead of holding everything in. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what I would add. And I think we have that pretty, we have a pretty good, we have that pretty good in our spaces. So um, when I debated about whether or not this group should, you know, meet on the wind clan or, or not, um, that was one of the things that people, my apprentices said was that, no, let's have our own private group so people could feel safe. And so that was where the decision, I'm usually a, a democracy, I'm not a theocracy. But uh, the <laughs> now that I know what I, it means, I can I can. Uh, so that was one of the things. That, so that's why we created that safe spot. And I decided that a few of these days weren't going to be activities, but they were going to be a place where you could come and share. That the, that we could have sharing circles. Hey, Renee, this is really brutal today. I need extra candles lit for me and and stuff like that because not only is are we doing it for a group of people it's probably the hardest time of the year for most people because so many people have really or i know you know that's my projection i had really terrible christmases as a child it always led to my mother having to go to the emergency room with either cracked ribs or something you know it always was the christmas tree was dumped over you know the fighting that would ensue that you know and it was just so i had to create new new ceremonies for myself and this has been the the longest sustaining one and 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 so a lot of people have had really beautiful ceremonies at the holidays but a lot of people who come here because they've given up on the holidays so we've got a little mixture of both and now you know i have this silly little tree over here i showed you i'm like was really busy this year so all it has is two strands of lights but it's a really cute little tree and i didn't even really decorate it but it still makes me feel good to have a little tree you know and, and I may decorate it yet because I got a couple more pieces for it. But the fact is, is that I create my own sacredness around my own experiences. And, and I, I hope that we can share in that together. Anyone else before we go on our little journey? So we are going to go on a little journey. It's a short, it's really a short journey. It's Diamond, one Diamond yes. Heart would like to say something. Who? Diamond Heart. 
Diamond Heart, go ahead. You have to unmute. Yes, if this is a new pad and it's I still haven't learned it yet, but uh, we are we don't have any any electricity, so I am with uh, you know lights like this and uh, my candle over here. That's where are I'm you? In. I am in Essex, Maryland. Okay. And 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 Renee, I know we've had some um, emails recently. My name is Maria Elmazi, so you may recognize oh, it. Yes. So you put the face with the you know. But yes. Diamond Heart is my is my spiritual name that I named myself. Oh, okay. Is, yeah. This is part of my my name my my name my my last name. But what I wanted to say is that. First of all, I'm so glad that you're doing this and that you've had, I mean, you told us that you have, you have had such a hard time right now with the audit and with the fire ceremony and with all that. And you're still choosing to come and do this and hold it together. And, and for me, I'm very grateful for this. And, and to add to everything that practically you shared about holding sacred space, for me, it's as is, it's as if I'm creating a, a, a vortex of light around me, holding the, the person that I am with if I need to, to uh, create sacred space for them. And, and if it is a circle of people, just to, to hold the light around everybody. And this is how I perceive it, you know, to have somebody in, in you know, sacred space. I love that. I just added it to my list that I'm going to, type up and send out to everyone. That's great. You, yeah. you know, um, one of the, my, my old um, virtual assistant, her, her partner still works for me. Uh, she used to say one of the ways you could do this is to hold the purple flame around you for, you know, to keep your purple flame lit. The, the, the Swami that I do this Diksha with, the, he actually sees a, a white, um, a white light from the chest coming out. So that's another way. And then, um, one of the processes tomorrow, um, I could teach you how to do the wind zip tomorrow. We'll do that. All right. I do want to try to keep these to an hour and be respectful of people's time. But the wind zip is where you, well, I can just show you real quick. Hold on. So the wind zip is where you actually do the three does everyone have a wind whistle or yes no maybe most of you do good um you don't need it you could use you can use your intention and your thing is that you breathe in this is important i think i'll do this now and then we'll journey and we might not have too much time for our small groups but we'll 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 get to know each other well i think this is important so you breathe into the count of seven You hold it to the count of seven. And on your exhale breath, as you're breathing out, you see yourself bringing um, a, a, an invisible strand up from your, your coccyx bone all the way above your, your head, from your sacrum above your head. And in that empty breath, you turn to the next direction and you repeat those three breaths. And in the empty breath, you turn around again and you draw a strand around you. We call this a wind zip. I think we should, we should try that so everyone gets a feeling of it. 
I think that's important. It's on your it's on your um your worksheet. And I like to stand up and do it. So if you want to stand up and do it. We are still going to have to do this journey though because it's important. So we'll do one one wind breath in each direction. You ready? let's do one final one for the whole group so that we encompass our whole group and everyone holding the fire Wow, doesn't that change everything? I love that. It just kind of gives us a, a, a shift up. Who feels better after that? So this is something that I would recommend that we each do. Two things, that we zip up every morning and then we put our no trespassing signs up at night. So in my mind, I see myself going, and I'm actually seeing my mind staking myself out. This is no trespassing. I run a barbed wire over to the next one, over to the next one. And now we've shortened it up so that it's going around my smaller area right now. But put up no trespassing zone for yourself so that any energy bouncing around doesn't, doesn't disturb you at night because we need our restful sleep. Okay. An Ayurvedic doctor told me that when I was in my early 30s. He said, you know, Renee, it's okay for you to tell the, the, the spirits that you need rest. That not tonight. I need rest, not tonight. So that's a, we have permission. Spirits, they have, they have no idea how much rest or how much we need. They kind of are like ever ready bunnies. They just so you have to you have to tell them no enough. Taba and the wind is taba. You take and you cut down through the wind and say taba enough. 
So especially to those of you who are very extra sensitive, okay? All right, so we're doing this little short journey and it's to find out what direction you're traveling in for the solstice. And for those who um, are holding certain directions, hopefully it coordinates with the direction that you're holding. And it's really just the shortest journey that I have. So everyone ready? Close your eyes. So ground yourself wherever you're sitting or standing in your mind's eye. zipped up. Scan your energy field for holes. And if there are any holes, sew them shut. Lace it shut. that feels comfortable to you. And look up and get some bearings. Are you traveling south? short journey. So question, how many people were traveling south? How many? I was. Okay. All right. How many people were going uh, east? Nice. West? West, west? No one was going west? One person, okay. And there's other people who aren't here, so they might be going west with you. And then north. So right between east and south. So Kitty, I would um, close your eyes and say, should I be east or south? So north is how many? Okay. So we have a few minutes. So who are, who's in charge, who's the, um, Who's in charge of the south wind for us in this group? I okay. am. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna break you apart into groups, okay? Where's the little groups? Breakout rooms. So I'm gonna no, I'm gonna sign manually. Four. Create. All right. So who was going? Who was going south? Trish, Stacy. Andrea, who else? Kitty, anyone else? I can't see, I've got the room covered. Did you say East, Renee? I said South. South, okay, sorry. Uh, let me just rename it. No, it's okay. South, okay. You're going over there. All right, who was going uh, East? Janet. Wait, Janet. You got me, Kelly, Kelly. Enos. Okay. Ben Hart. Um, Wait a second. Marianne. Okay. okay. I pad Maria. And Deborah Lynn. Did I miss anybody? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's a big group. Okay. Okay. All right. Where's another add a room? Oh, wait. Three renamed. So, uh, West. Janice, I'm going west. Into the sunset. Okay. Assign. And yeah. I think she's the only one that's going west. Michelle, what direction are you going? Well, I'm holding west. Okay, that's why you're I was going, going east. All right, well, that's all right. You're still holding West. I may move somebody over from the other group too, but okay, well, we'll just go with this. Renee? Yeah. Excuse me. This is Janet. I would prefer to go West. Okay, I'll put you over with the West. Thank okay. you. Okay. And Renee, I also wanted to tell you, this is Diamond Heart, that um, in the beginning it was West, and then they, they told me I can go East. So if I can also be in the West group. Okay, so west it's north yeah me too in case that you need somebody else okay so north i have um i have tina valerie susan rowe uh, susan rose leanne carolyn and Dottie. is that correct okay so i want to go all right so I need, I was moving who over to the West? I'm sorry. Diamond Heart's going to the West. Janice. And Janice is going to the West. And there's one more. Janice. No, no. Maria. I, Maria. iPad Maria? Yes. And, okay. And, and Janet Rash. Wait, we got a Janice and a Janet. I got Janice. Where's Janet? Okay. All right. Move West. Okay, so I'm going to break you out. So what I want you to do is I want you to just go around and, and meet each other and share these other people who are going to be holding these directions with you. And in each group, Trisha's uh, in the South person, uh, so she can conduct it. And uh, I've got Deborah and Kelly in. I, so Kelly, who's in? Well, in the East, Kelly, you can hold the East there. And then um, Michelle, you've got the West. 
and then um, Valerie and Leanne are the group holders for the North. So I'm going to open it all up and you've got, I don't know, can we run over about five minutes? Is that all right with people? Yeah. All right, we'll run over five minutes. So you'll have about just a minute or two to introduce yourself and what that means to you to hold that direction for this time, okay? And then we'll come back here and we'll say goodbye. Wasn't that great going into breakout rooms? Yes. Except probably the room that I was in and I gave too many instructions. I All my sacred space holding went out the window, but that's okay. One final tip for today, the D charge. So we've just been in a group for an hour. That means you want to spend 10 minutes decharging. Decharging means you let the energy go, like you either take a wind walk, a nice big black rock, and what you do is you command, you command the energy that is not yours into the rock so that it can mulch. Go stand on the earth. It's a little cold where the, those people in the West, they were all in the cold. You know, they, you want to, you want to, Send that energy packing. It's not yours. You don't need it. The earth will mulch it. She's not going to get sick, but you will. So remember to zip up. So there's three important things we're going to do every day. We're going to wake up and zip up. We're going to make sure our candles are lit. We're going to uh, decharge after every group session, after every intensity session. And then we're going to make sure we put our boundaries up. We're going to draw our boundaries, however that works for you, whether it's a purple light, whether you do the no trespassing signs like I do or some way. And then we're going to take those practices and your 10 rituals and really, really use them. So, you know, the wind walk. One of my favorites is the artist date. What I call it something different. Baby wind worker. I love that. So I want to thank you all for coming today, and I hope that you're already liking this. I think it's going to be great, and um, I'm really looking forward to spending this time with you. So any last comments or thoughts? All right. I'll see you all tomorrow. Michelle's baby is amazing. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, oh yes. Oh, what a treat, Michelle. Thank you for sharing. Oh, <laughs> look at her. And she was born of the wind. This one was born of the wind. So she's, yeah, she's just. She's, I she's can't see nice. her. Michelle, yeah. was her name? Avia. Ooh, beautiful. beautiful. Avia. Oh, there. That's sweet. <laughs> yes. Bye. 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 All right. We'll see everyone. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye, everybody.